Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef, equipping us to grow into a deeper walk with Christ. Part of Night Vision each weeknight. Details at vision.org.au. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective. 2020 on Vision. We're going to open our talkback lines in just a short while and discussing issues around contemporary culture with hip-hop artist D4C. Now, D4C stands for Disciple for Christ. He's becoming well-known for a saying that goes, Forget being a product of my environment. I'd rather my environment be a product of me. In fact, that's the lyric from one of his hip-hop songs called The Misfit. And for the past decade, D4C has had his stamp all over the urban gospel scene in Australia. We're going to talk role modelling with young people and the influence of Christianity in the hip-hop culture. So I want to make a special welcome to 2020 to D4C. Hello. Hey, how you going, sir? I'm very well. That's good. Uh, let me just say that D4C is uh, not your real name. Uh, your <laughs> real name is Reese Solomon. And uh, Reese, I'm going to call you Reese through the uh, through the rest of this hour and this conversation. But uh, uh, D4C, when you're a part of the hip-hop culture, it's popular to actually have that sort of handle, that sort of uh, name, that yep. sort of image. And D4C is a pretty significant one for you. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, just I like to live my life as a disciple for Christ. So that's, yeah, I wanted to implement it into everything I do. So that's where the name came from. So. And being a disciple for Christ, uh, it does set you apart, doesn't it? Because there is a way that the hip-hop culture has gone, and <laughs> yeah. we might even talk about you know, how things might have changed even over the last 10, 20, even 30 years. Uh, but when you set your sights on being a disciple for Christ in the hip-hop culture, that puts you in a whole different perspective. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't fit in in most places, but... Uh, as that um, lyric that you said before, um, forget being a product of my environment. See, I'd rather my environment be a product of me. I just live by that and uh, try to do it as the best at the best I can, and just let everyone know, you know, I'm a Christian. And in that same song, there's a line that says, "Yeah, I'm a Christian." And what? It's like, what are you going to say about it? It's just who I am. That's how it is. <laughs> and uh, like over the years, when because I know you're a great rapper, and uh, our listeners are going to get a, a little sample in just a few moments. We're going to play one of your songs, one of your songs called El Shaddai, uh, and it is very different. And it's different because the lyrics are so different. The lyrics are so Christian. But do you get invited to be a part of hip hop uh, gatherings, uh, concerts? And you know you've done this over ten years. Uh, no doubt you've turned up at some. They thought, oh, this great, this guy's a great rapper. He's a great hip hop artist. And then, the, and then they see you perform. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a bit of a shock value there. Do you get those invitations? <laughs> yeah, I've actually opened for a lot of like mainstream artists and um, like in nightclubs and everything like that. And um, it's funny. I, I uh, performed. F- I was the lead. What do you call it? Sorry. The, I was the opening act for a rapper called Kid Ink. And um, so I went on stage. I did one song called Therapy, which is a real nice song talking about music is my therapy. And then the next song I did was Misfit. And Misfit, in the chorus, it says, yeah, I'm a Jesus freak and all that kind of thing. And um, when I got off the stage, there was a lot of like people that were intoxicated or under the influence. And But they came up to me like, that was awesome, man. Like, that was real life music. We need more of this and not this stuff that's up on the stage right now. So that was kind of cool. It was like kind of cool to get the insight from non-Christian people that actually – 
enjoyed what I was doing, so that was kind of cool. You're obviously making an impact when it comes to the hip-hop scene. As I mentioned, uh, hip-hop's gone in a really, really, uh, for some people, a disturbing direction yeah, uh, over the past 30 years. As you look on the actual hip-hop scene in a secular sense, uh, what's your sort of impression of the way things have begun to unfold in that area? Um, well, a lot of it I I can't listen to, especially in the music these days. Um, back when I was growing up, because um, like I'm mid thirties, so I'm, I'm I'm up there in age for a lot of um, the younger crowd. But um, when I was growing up, a lot of the rappers were talking about being drug dealers and all that kind of thing. But where these days they're more talking about being drug addicts. So it's kind of like it's escalated into like the rappers back in the nineties and the two thousands were talking about it's cool to be a drug dealer. So they kind of got infatuated with drugs and ended up taking it. And now it's like cool to take drugs and all that kind of thing. So. Uh, cool to be a cool to be a drug dealer. Cool to be a drug addict. I wonder whether that says something about uh, people who are, you know, the followers of hip hop. Uh, mm. Whether or not that's the way that the music has evolved. Because in one sense, because you know, you can be a little bit insular in your own Christian environment. Yeah, definitely. But to get out into the real world and see what people are following, the real hip hop artists yeah. who are talking about being cool and being the drug addict uh, because there are people who are into the drug scene and the drug issues are, are prevalent yep. uh, and and they're actually just uh, trying to identify with their audience. Yeah, definitely. A lot of them do do it. Um, there's a couple that I know that aren't actually in that lifestyle but they just they talk about it and rap about it basically to get money and to get popular and everything like that. So they're kind of just following the, the cool scene but um, yeah, they're pulling people down at the same time, so which is what us as a collective, um, as I'm part of a group called The Commission and also Crosswords Logan, and we're trying to pull people out of that to, I guess, be better in themselves and to respect themselves as well as a person. So, yeah. Now, let me ask you something a little more personal, Reese, yep. because you're D4C, Disciple <laughs> for Christ. Yep. And uh, I remember when I first met you and I said to you, oh, that sounds a lot like divorcee. <laughs> yeah. And you said, well, actually, that's part of my testimony. Yep. Let us in on a few of that, those background details. Um, yeah, well, I first got married when I was 21. Um, yeah, well, obviously there was, there was trouble because um, we were trying to fall pregnant and we were, I was told since I was 21 that I couldn't be a dad. And, uh, but kept trying, kept trying, kept trying. But, um, obviously that got the better of my wife at the time. And four years into the marriage, uh, we split because she ran off with another guy. So, um, at that time, yeah, that really, I guess, damaged me as a person. Um, I've been a Christian my whole life, never had anything happen to me that was, I guess, wrong or made me feel, um, what's the word, uh, like, depressed or anything like that and that was the first time and it all hit me in one go because at the same time I was um really up into trying to become a professional basketball player and I tore my ACL and so that kind of messed that up and so there was two things in this one moment that just tore me down and then music was the only thing I really had to fall back on and I cried out to God and then I just wrote a yeah I wrote a rap put it on YouTube and 
the rest is history. <laughs> yeah. so. Well, it's interesting, isn't it, that some of the most depressing, depressing and low points in our life can be the triggers for the greatest creativity and yeah. uh, and testimony and honour to you because you chose to actually move into a, a way where you could serve God more effectively rather mm. than blame God for some of the, you know, the, the world is falling down around you. And uh, yeah, no doubt that would have been a very, very tough time. But that was really a trigger that launched you into doing what you do today. Yeah, definitely. Well, I did blame God for a long time, and I told him that he had to show himself and um, that I'd had enough. I'm I'm sick of this life if this is how... Me, as a Christian, is getting treated. I can't handle this. And then it was like the next day I received three different texts from old friends that I used to go to church with. They had they didn't know what was going on in my life at the time, but I got three different texts from people just saying, hey, I'm thinking about you, got you in my prayers, and sent me like um, Bible verses as well. And then the last text was from another friend who said they uh, invited me to come along to uh, an Islander night that was at their church. Um, because they knew I was into that culture and into that um, type of music. So I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. So I went along to that, and then, yeah, it was like the preacher was just preaching straight at me. And I was like, yeah, God, I'll give you everything. So I re- pretty much just rededicated myself on the spot, even though I hadn't gone anywhere. But I think I kind of took it for granted as a Christian because I'd grown up in that kind of environment and hadn't had anything wrong go on in my life. And then because I had all this happen, I was like, yeah, God, I know you're real. Um and I give everything to you, so I'm sold out pretty much. So. And these days, uh, fair enough to say, uh, you're remarried. Yes. And you have a beautiful baby. Yeah, I have two kids now, two and kids. I was told I couldn't have kids. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. No, that's, uh, that is just fabulous. And your ministry is primarily to young people. And now let me just qualify that because... As I think back, and as I said, you know, the past decade, 20 years, 30 years, I remember uh, when hip-hop music was just becoming popular, and we're going back 30 years. So this is not necessarily a young person's generation music. This is something that now has a significant history, and it's not just young people who actually like hip-hop. No, it's not, yeah. Well, because I'm 35, there's a lot of people around my age as well that are really into it. And so... We we try and cater for both, I guess. There's a lot of... Because when I used to write, it was predominantly for the youth groups and everything like that. But as I've toured around Australia and done a lot of stuff, I've noticed that it's it's young adults as well as people in their 30s that are hurting as well. So we kind of just... Yeah. Obviously, there's songs that you'll perform at a youth group, and then there's songs that you perform when you're out talking to the public, and then there's songs that you perform... For when we go into jails or juvenile detention centres and that, where you just want to try and reach the target, uh, the the audience. So, uh, we're about to hear one of your songs, El Shaddai, and it's been really one of your most popular yeah. songs. Uh, yeah. Give us a little bit of a rundown. What uh, what have you achieved with this particular song? We're about to hear. Yeah, well, yeah, this song was crazy. Um, so I wrote it a couple of years ago, and uh, I plan to release it on Good Friday this year. So I did, um, and. I had a message from a friend on Good Friday, go check iTunes charts, go check iTunes charts. And I was like, okay. And I've never thought about charting because it's never been anything I'd really worried about. And it was number 88 in the top 100 in the um, inspirational charts. And I was like, wow, this is insane. I was like, man, this is crazy. <laughs> so I was like doing all these posts on Facebook and um, and Instagram. And then um, I was performing that day um, for a uh, Easter thing in um, Fortitude Valley on the street there with um, I can't remember the, who they called yep. but 
um, yeah, and then after that event, I looked at it again and I was like number 57. And then when I got home, I was number 24 and it just kept going. And then the next morning I woke up and I was, I think I was number 11. I was like, this is crazy. Can I make top 10? And then I was number 10. And then on the Sunday morning uh, of Easter, uh, I was number seven. And then that day I was performing at the Easter United in on the Gold Coast in front of like a couple thousand people. So I just got up on stage and I'm like, yeah, this song just went number seven. Help me beat Hillsong. So, but yeah. Hillsong were one, two, three, four, and five, so there was no <laughs> chance I could kill on top of them. But it was kind of cool, yeah, it went number seven. So, All right, well, it is a significant achievement, and we're going to have a listen in. This is D4C and uh, his most successful song, and as we've been hearing, a decade of performing hip-hop music, and it's one of those overnight success, but it's taken me a decade (laughs) to get here. Uh, Let's have a listen in. This is D4C, El Shaddai. Disciples in real time and embarking to let like shining Making a mark in lives, leading people to our Christ Hold hearts up like a heist, Jesus walks by my side Day or night I stand and shout, declare my feet proud Walking bold in stature no matter what you're about A rapper repping scripture, preaching and painting pictures No matter the situation, embrace with the great spirit Radio play, we can say that will have its limits But that's not why I do this, otherwise it's just a gimmick I'm here to be a witness, using ways in which I'm gifted And called to use to uplift and give direction when it's needed Shed love and grace will peace, a dub carrying a twiggin' Hope you understand Jesus died for you since I've forgiven Yeah, now put your hands to the sky He's the Alpha and Omega, the one who sacrificed And died and rose again, all for you and I He's the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, he is El Shaddai Yeah, now put your hands to the sky He's the Alpha and Omega, the one who sacrificed And died and rose again, all for you and I He's the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, he is El Shaddai So it's time to let you hear this, listen to every lyric Every noun, every verb and syllable I'm giving Doesn't matter what you've done, doesn't matter what you're thinking Doesn't matter what you can't stop, be a habit or addiction He paid the price for you, gave up his life on two pieces of wood Nailed together, blood pouring, covering every bruise With lashes to his back, flesh ripped and now detached Crown of thorns make his skull crack, pain is so intense he sweats Blood all out his pores, his beard torn off his face The son of God is disgraced in front of the human race Now smashed into his palms, out another to his feet Roman soldiers laughing, cheering, speed at Christ claiming defeat Stab a spear into his side, treat the Lord with disgust Wrap him up in a tomb and roll a rock to close up But three days later he's alive, Jesus rose from the dead He defeated death, saved us all, please don't ever forget, come on Yeah, now put your hands to the sky He's the Alpha and Omega, the one who sacrificed And died and rose again, all for you and I He's the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, he is El Shaddai Yeah, now put your hands to the sky He's the Alpha and Omega The one who sacrificed And died and rose again All for you and I He's the King of Kings Lord of Lords He is El Shaddai I'm spitting fire for 
for the Lord, my desires are the soar Higher than a hawk, flying and skying up for a cause Never holding back my sword, my tongue is my weapon source Use my words and verbs intentionally, blocking what demons force My misfit, yes of course, valiant with every breath Hold my V's up till the death, represent Christ every step Don't mistake or second guess, you can't dictate my human flesh Who is exchanging punishment, I am not said cause Jesus bled Yeah, now put your hands to the sky He's the Alpha and Omega, the one who sacrificed And died and rose again, all for you and I He's the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, he is El Shaddai Yeah, now put your hands to the sky He's the Alpha and Omega, the one who sacrificed And died and rose again, all for you and I He's the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, he is El Shaddai It is certainly a little bit of a different sound for uh, 2020. It's D4C, El Shaddai. Our special guest this hour is Reese Solomon, D4C. And our talkback line open, if you'd like to join in our conversation today, talking about urban culture and youth culture. Perhaps you've got your own thoughts about hip-hop music, what's happening in the secular hip-hop scene, what value you might see in Christians becoming involved in a Christian hip-hop culture. Uh, give us a call. Our talkback line open on 1-800-316-316. You might have a question. You might have a comment. You can leave that on our Facebook page too, facebook.com forward slash vision radio. Our guest is Reese Solomon, D4C. We're back with more in just a few moments. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision Christian Radio. Great to have you along with us. It is the Thursday edition of 2020. Reese Solomon, D4C, is our guest and talking issues to do with urban culture. But before we talk some more about that, Reese, uh, back to the song we just heard, yep. El Shaddai. Uh, it is your introduction into, uh, you know, a little bit higher profile and uh, getting that high on the inspirational charts actually does draw attention to <laughs> your music. Yeah. And uh, and so this was really your first significant release, but you've, you've actually done quite a lot of recording and uh, a number of albums over the years. Yes. Yeah, done a lot of albums over the years, yeah. Uh, and so the actual process uh, to actually becoming a little more well-known is pretty hard work, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's a lot of hard work. Um, yeah, especially since I've been doing it nine, ten years. So uh, That's right, and 19 years. And so far as being a viable Christian artist, it's not such an easy road to walk. Uh, there are some real challenges uh, in viability. In fact, uh, in order to be viable, I guess you have to have uh, guest invitations uh, every week and uh, a lot of traveling, a lot of yep. performing, and then the need for people to be uh, appreciative of the value of the ministry that you bring into their context. Uh, that sort of thing is continuing to grow for you? Yeah, it's 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 slowly grown. It's grown a lot in the last like year or so, uh, last couple of years. Um for a while, hip hop wasn't really, uh, I guess, like what churches were looking for or anything for um, like youth events or anything like that. But it's kind of changing, especially with like how Lecrae and all those guys are growing in um, popularity as well. It's kind of 
helping us and like we're constantly working hard at it trying to open doors and everything for especially for the younger guys that are underneath us that are not underneath us sorry but that are um behind us trying to up and coming help the up and coming that's what i'm looking for sounds a lot better (laughs) (laughs) okay now when you actually singing uh rapping hip-hop style uh there is a sense in which uh, sharing your testimony in between tracks is one thing, but yep. you actually share your testimony during the songs. Yes. And, uh, and it's an interesting way that you can do that because as we've just heard when we heard El Shaddai, uh, a lot of good, strong Christian lyrics in there. And, and I guess introducing young people to a Christian terminology that they might not yet be used to. Yeah. I actually, I actually had a lot of people ask me, what does El Shaddai mean? <laughs> so it was good to be able to like, well, it's one of the names of God. So. They're like, oh, okay. So, um, yeah, it's I, I like I, I'm better at rapping than I am I, than I am at talking. Um, I always had a stutter while I was a kid growing up, so rapping was a lot easier. I, even like I hated talking in front of crowds and everything like that, but rapping has kind of I've stepped out of my comfort zone to be able to do it, and I just find it a lot easier. Like now, the stage is my comfort zone, <laughs> so it's kind of yeah, it's cool how that kind of turns itself around. Interesting with the way people think about hip-hop music and as I reflect on uh, the things that I've noticed and not that I'm a hip-hop aficionado in any way but uh, the language that is used in secular style mainstream hip-hop music uh, really the shock value has to be there (laughs) uh, to capture attention Uh, and uh, that shock value clearly uh, you know clearly you don't have those sorts of lyrics in your songs Uh, your shock value is coming from a different a different way but what about your reflection on on just the way language has changed in hip-hop songs over the last uh, 20 30 years yeah well back in like the 80s 90s there was a lot less swear words like it was a lot more creativity um which is where a lot of like the guys that I write, uh, that I do songs with were in that old school mentality, I guess, where lyrics are the end all of what you should be doing with music. Where these days it's like they'll just chuck a swear word wherever they can fit a, a, a syllable, and it's yeah. To me, it's a, it's it's a loss of creativity, I guess. But yeah, it, it it's becoming the normal. <laughs> Even just people talking out in the street, you hear it a million times. It's just what it. It's just yeah. It's becoming normal. So. Trying to change that, I guess, is the main purpose. Uh, well, it's going to be challenging, no doubt. I want to invite <laughs> listeners to join in our conversation. Our talkback line is open on one eight hundred three sixteen three sixteen. Let's take a call. Melanie is in Springhurst in Victoria. Let's uh, let's hear from Melanie. Hello, Melanie. Welcome along. Hello. Morning. Good to hear from you. What are your thoughts on our conversation today? Um, so I've just got three three kids under um, the age of eight, and, and we're just out in the garden and we've got the radio on and, um, yeah, we heard heard the song and um, I've got Jacob, who's four, and he might like to say something. Okay. <laughs> say. Hey, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> we, he, just, we just all really enjoyed the song that we just heard on the radio. Jacob, what did you think of the song we heard? He's gone all shy. We He's gone all shy now. Um, um, it doesn't matter what sort of genre that you, you're listening to with, with um, church music, I think, that the lyrics are the important thing, and those lyrics are just amazing. So, yeah, thank you for um, yeah, being brave enough to step into that space and um, speak the truth to people who perhaps don't know. Ah, D4C. Reese, what are your thoughts for Melanie and for her kids who are listening? And as we're talking about role modelling, what are your thoughts for that family? 
Oh well, first off, thank you very much for the kind words. Um, yeah, I yeah my, I'd say just yeah keep searching for good music, especially for kids. Especially kids these days love the music they can dance to and everything like that. So yeah, there's plenty of us uh, Christian hip hop guys around in Australia. So um, yeah. Uh, Melanie, let me ask you, uh, when the song came on, you were in the garden, the kids were with you, uh, Was did they all of a sudden light up when they heard the the hip-hop track? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> right. so Caitlin, Caitlin stopped what she was doing and she sat down near the um, near the radio and, and just, you know, um, took it all in. So it was really special to see um, that happen. Uh, absolutely fabulous. Well, Melanie, uh, great to hear from you from Springhurst in Victoria, listening to us with your kids in the garden. Just fabulous to hear from you. Thank you so much for being part of 2020 today. We are going to continue our conversation after Vision National News. For the past decade, D4C has had his stamp all over the urban gospel scene in Australia. So today we're talking role modelling for young people and we're talking about the influence of Christianity in the hip-hop culture. You can join our conversation, 1-800-316-316. In fact, let's take a call from Frank, who is waiting on the line patiently in WA. Hello, Frank. Welcome along. Yeah, hey. Frank, what are your thoughts for our conversation today? Oh, I just want to um, encourage the... I'm I'm sort of uh, one of the older generation, but uh, the the, the music's growing on me. (laughs) Okay, yeah, the music is growing on you, and I think that's what happens with uh, hip-hop music. It's not everyone's cup of tea, but there's something in there that uh, grabs you, and there's something of a hook, there's something of a uh, chorus, and sometimes that's a really catchy thing. That's what you've noticed, Frank. Now, you said you're an older, from an older generation. Give us, uh, give us the, the insight on how old you are. <laughs> well, I'm closer to 60 than I am to 50. Okay, all right. And look, you know, there's a certain sense in which uh, an older generation does appreciate a lot of the types of topics we talk about here on 2020. And uh, I guess it was a little bit risky today to say we're going to talk hip-hop and we're going to have a hip-hop artist on, but uh, didn't dissuade you at all from listening in, Frank? No, no. um, Well, my son's been listening to it for a while. Now he listens to Lacroix and I'm One Too and stuff like that. Um, and, yeah, it's uh, something I thought I'd, I'd, I'd bear through it just so I could have something <laughs> to, talk, to talk to him about. And, um, yeah, it's um, growing. Uh, what's your son's name, Frank? Ethan. Ethan. Well, we should get D4C to say a special hello to Ethan. Yep. Hey, Ethan, how you going? Um, keep listening to hip-hop. Okay, well, you'll be able to get that on the podcast later and you'll be able to say that D4C said hi to Ethan. So, Frank from WA, thank you so much for being part of 2020 today. At 1-800-316-316, you might like to join in our conversation. Our talkback line is open. We got a call from, in fact, a Facebook note from Roslyn, also in WA, and Roslyn says she is 68 Now, not everyone, I'm sure, listening to uh, 2020 is uh, over 60, uh, but you've got Roslyn, who's in WA, 68, isn't a fan of rap music, but she called to say that Reese's song was the first rap song she's ever enjoyed, and all the lyrics were clear, and she was able to understand and appreciate it. She says, thanks, 
What does it do to you, <laughs> Reese, when you start to hear this sort of feedback uh, from uh, perhaps an older audience? That's awesome. Thanks, <laughs> Rosalind. That's awesome. That's great. All right, let's take another call. Liz is in Brisbane. Hello, Liz. Welcome along. How are you going? Very well. Liz, what are your thoughts for our conversation today? Oh, well, I've actually just picked up your conversation now. Did you have somebody, an older person, ring and say they loved it? They did. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, well, I'm almost 55. Uh, I'm not really into hip-hop, you know, but I loved that song. I loved the lyrics. I, um, and I get, you know, that um, when the Word of God is sung, no matter what genre it is, it will go out, it will affect um, whoever, you know, uh, God is opening up their heart to receive that. And it's across the ages. It doesn't have to be the 20 to 30 or the 15 to 20 or the, you know, it, it can be like us. I just I just loved how that Word of God came alive and, you know, Alpha and Omega and, uh, yeah, um, it, it, was, it was great. I loved it. Thanks, Steve. Well done, Liz. Your thoughts for Liz, Reese. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that very much. That's actually the whole reason that I wrote the song was for God to use it in a way to inspire anybody. So it's it's good that it's inspiring a lot of people, no matter what their demographic or age. So thank you very much. Yeah. yeah uh, Liz, awesome. Liz from Brisbane, thanks so much for your call. 1-800-316-316. You might like to participate in our conversation. Reese. Uh, you've been doing this for 10 years. And uh, let me just, just bring in here because... You're happy to perform and to be a minister of the gospel when people invite you mm-hmm. uh, to their church, uh, to their special event. They might have some sort of concert. They might have some sort of outreach that's happening in their town or their city. Uh, are you prepared to travel? And no doubt you'll need your expenses covered. But if someone wants a hip-hop artist, <laughs> you're, you're open to that? Oh, yeah. I've been doing that for 10 years, so... I've, I've toured all around Australia, Philippines, Thailand, everything. So, Okay, so overseas and uh, in Australia. And uh, what about uh, outback towns? Have you done too many events in uh, outback towns? Um, I haven't really gone into the outback, but I've done a couple of like, Aboriginal colonies. And I think the fur- furthest inland I've gone is probably Dubbo. So, all right, okay. Yeah. Well, there's some, uh, some inspiration. And I just... Uh, you know, that whole uh, idea of uh, when you are a Christian artist, uh, the viability of you uh, making a living from what you do best as a minister of the gospel, sometimes that relies upon people in communities actually going to your website, making contact and yep. finding out how they can actually get you there and in some ways uh, covering your expenses and perhaps a little bit extra on top. I'll point people to your website where people can go to uh, to actually make contact with you so that they can actually book you for an event. Yep. It's the 413 Records website, 413, so 413records.com that is a record company that you formed yep. and uh, you're uh, on there as well but you, there's a number of other artists that you're also uh, supporting or that you've got on your uh, your label yep i've had a lot of artists under my under my label um but yeah as the way it all goes a lot of them um don't continue on as you know we don't make a massive living off of what we're doing so um, yeah, but I just continue to keep going and continue to keep going as much as possible. And a lot of it is financed through me working full time. Um, but I know that me doing this is a lot bigger than um, 
me, I, I, I can't step away from doing this. This is what I love. It's what I enjoy, and it's what I actually believe I'm called for. So, um, yeah. So you're working a full-time job, yep. and uh, you're doing this as your ministry that happens after hours. Yes. And uh, so uh, real opportunity here. No doubt your employer is a little bit flexible because when Very. you are called, fl- called away, they're, they're happy to be flexible. Yes. Okay. Yep. I have great employers. Fabulous. Let's take another call. Another one from WA. This is Winston. Hello, Winston. Welcome along. Yeah, hello. Winston, what are your thoughts for our conversation today? Well, look, aside from all of, um, you know, with the Christian preference and all that, I think it's great even that, you know, we, we, we have an Australian rapper trying to get out there, I reckon. Because um, <laughs> I, I think, and, and I think you'll probably find that, um, you know, there's always, you know, <clears throat> there's always different tastes, nationalities and all that out there. And I reckon, you know, it's good that, you know, that it's not all just, you know, the, the U.S. market for all this um, Christian creativity. That you, There's a bit of, you know, there's a good, nearly nearly getting a small niche Australian Christian market out there um, and all that. So I think, I think it's brilliant that, um, <clears throat> that he's, He's given it a shot, and 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 also, you know, Australia is pretty much a land of um, of necessity being the mother mother of invention. So, I think it's brilliant that um, he he's given it a go as well in that respect. Winston, great thoughts there. Uh, your response for Winston Reese? Oh yeah, well, thank you very much, especially for the encouragement and the kind words. And yeah, I'll give it a shot no matter what. Um, uh, till till I'm old and I'm grey, I'm already going grey as it is actually. But yeah, I'll, I'll keep going no matter what. Uh, Winston from WA, thank you so much for your comment there today. Life, culture, and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, if you've just joined us and you missed hearing El Shaddai uh, about half an hour ago now, time is flying by, uh, we don't want to uh, leave it too much longer before we play another one of D4C's tracks. Uh, Reese Solomon is D4C. Uh, this hour we're taking some time to talk about uh, hip-hop culture and uh, what it is urban culture and uh, the sorts of impact you can make as a Christian artist. So there's uh, lots of people trying to get through and I'll need to to ask you to be patient and we'll try and take some calls but Reese, uh, let's have a listen to another one of your songs this one's called won't stop is there yep. a sort of a story that leads up to what this is about uh yep this song uh is probably one of my probably my second biggest song since el should uh, bef- as long as well as el should die but this song is about basically yeah just believing in yourself and achieving your dreams and um yeah the songs yeah i just won't stop won't stop trying to achieve my dreams okay <laughs> let's have a listen in Never gonna lose my steam Some say the sky's the limit I don't believe it Cause 
me back each dream I have I'm grabbing I work hard to leave a legacy Reach my destiny Leap over rainbows and reach to where I am supposed to be Gonna show the best of me Achieve every dream that's set for me Never look back, I'm a boss and overcome And see me be stress free Yes indeed, gonna rise and reach new heights Think about throughout my life Achieving goals take sacrifice So I keep my head held high Walk straight with an open mind Keep my faith and strength in Christ Never stop or slow up my grind Because I wanna be the light Be the role model that shines so bright Teach all the youth and show them what to do And help them to fulfill their life Make a difference to this earth See generations put God first Bring church to the people and share love and grace In every single verse Because I You know I won't stop Win. Never stepped out of my skin Always gave in to my fears Wasted years, watched them disappear I'm never gonna hide away Be shy from my calling, gotta rise today Spread my wings and fly to space Gonna reach each dream while I'm on my way And I just can't wait Time to be all I can be Use the strength I have in me To reach each and every dream Gonna go out in full steam Reach lost that most can't reach Speak a life into their hearts And help them be who they can be Because it's Time to share God's grace for love to the masses in every place See all the smiles in every youth and child And help them feel God's warm embrace My purpose is now clear Time to step into six gear Try and hold me back But I'm still on track Cause it's time to go hard this year And no I You know I won't stop You know I won't stop With all that's within me Gonna reach my destiny Rewrite the pages Reach new stages Be all I can be You know I won't stop for a 2020 and it's a song called Won't Stop, it's D4C D4C is our guest this hour in the studio and uh, Reese, we're going to take some more calls but I want to say there's been lots of people responding on Facebook and uh, they're not all young people and uh, so in <laughs> fact uh, some of them are sort of admittedly uh, saying that well Kevin who is 70 says he loves Reese's song. Darren is 50. He loved the song. Mike is 62. He really loved the song as well. So some great feedback from older people. Look, I want to take some calls here. We'll get through as many as we can. Steve is in Victoria. Hello, Steve. Welcome along. Good morning. How are you going? Hey, Steve. Good, thanks. Uh, you need to be quick. What are your thoughts for <laughs> yeah. uh, for Reese today? So yeah, just just so encouraging to hear an Aussie hip hop artist, and um, yeah, I'm a big fan of Lecrae and KB and Nandy Minio and that. It's awesome, and I just can't understand why I haven't heard of you before. <laughs> and um, um, just I've 
starting to hip hop through 180 and just wondering, are there any of your songs or, you know, is there something 180 can do to promote you as well, for, you know, vision? Look, I'll tell you what I'm going to do after our conversation and focus on the families on its way in just a few minutes. I'm going to take Reese to introduce him to our music director and just make sure that there's an introduction there so that there can be some introduction for Reese's music on Vision 180. And for other listeners who might not be so familiar, Vision 180 is our, our youth stream. And when you've downloaded the app, you can hear Vision on the app, but you can also get the stream of Vision. 180. But thank you so much, Steve. It's a good encouragement, and uh, we'll do all we can to uh, introduce uh, that music into Vision 180. Let's take another call, and this time Dan is in Perth. Hello, Dan. Welcome along. Yeah, how you going? Good, Dan. <laughs> Daniel, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just thought I'd um, ring in and just say how uh, encouraging it is to uh, hear Reese on the radio. Um, I actually know him personally, and in behind the scenes, everything that he does, all the hard work that he puts in, um, not just for himself, but everyone around him. Uh, he's just one of the top blokes, like, um, in the whole scene. Uh, a lot of people won't know it, but there's actually, um, there's actually quite a few people that, that, uh, do what Reese does and have been doing it for a while, but, um, it isn't something that is, um, put out on notice. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a lot more, um, Behind the scenes, everything that happens is, is really, really good. Behind the scenes. Dan, sounds like you're a little bit in the hip-hop scene too. Is that the case? Uh, I was for a while. <laughs> he was part of Perth Commission. So part of the commission that I'm part of? Yes. He was the Perth part, so... All right, so uh, the commission is uh, an outfit that does tours around Australia and you're a part of that and there's a, a team that goes along with you. Yeah, big ministry team of us, so, yeah, all around Australia. And is that something that if there were listeners saying, we need you in our town, that they could get uh, a hold of uh, the whole group and uh, and have them all out to your town for a particular event? If we can all get there, yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, so there's always going to be some complications there. But uh, Dan from Perth, Thank you so much for calling in and uh, encouraging your good mate. Uh, 1-800-316-316. Although, uh, as I give that number, I recognise we're running out of time and uh, we might have to actually draw a line under uh, taking calls. But thanks so much for everyone who's been calling in through the hour. I want to just give a little bit more attention to how people can get a hold of uh, the music that you've heard this hour and a couple of great songs, El Shaddai, <laughs> And the song we heard uh, just a few moments ago, and you might want to get a hold of the album. And as we often say, uh, difficult for Australian Christian artists uh, to make a living. And I guess uh, when it comes to uh, making a living, part of the way you do that is by album sales. So people can download your album. Yes. They can uh, they can purchase the album. Going to the website 413records.com. What will people see when they go to that website, Reese? Um, well, as soon as you log on, there's also, there's the tabs at the top, or if you're on the phone, it'll be the little tabby thing on the left that you just click on it. Um, and if you want to get anything, um, like album wise or music wise, there's a shop tab, which you can click on. And then there's everything else that, um, explains what we are and who we are and everyone that's on the team at 413 Records. So, uh, Now, your album that people would be able to download has those two songs that we've heard this hour on it. Uh, well, El Shaddai is on the album that's coming out at the end of the year. Oh, okay. But they can buy that as a single. Um, but uh, Won't Stop is on the Misfit EP, which is the last album that I've 
uh, released. Okay. Misfit EP is available now. The one you're working on uh, is called Next Chapter, yep. and uh, it's likely to be released come November. Yeah, end of November, start of December, around there. All right. And uh, to be able to book... Uh, Reese Solomon, who is D4C, you can do that by going to the website 413 Records. That's 413records.com. Uh, Reese, just great getting your insights today. Thank you so much for taking some time to come and talk to uh, what is typically, and some <laughs> some will be listening and they're thinking, no, I'm not old. Uh, I like listening to 2020 and I'm only young. Uh, but a lot of older people who are interested in the sorts of issues that we talk about today. So you've reached an audience beyond where you would ordinarily have that opportunity. And uh, there's a few who are older, over 50s, uh, who've been really enjoying your music today. And I know you have been uh, encouraged by that. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for coming in and joining us and sharing your heartbeat with us today. No worries. Thank you for having me. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.